Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. Twigga and Wolfie are on a shelf, listening to Bobby snore when they see snow falling. They are feeling a bit sad and left out because they should be sleeping in bed with Bobby, but they are up on a shelf, and the dinosaur is in the warm, soft bed. Twigga and Wolfie decide to go on an adventure and see the snow. Twigga and Wolfie have a short adventure. The house was quiet, with only the sounds of heavy breathing and the occasional funny snort coming from Bobby's bed. Outside, the first snowfall of the season was gently falling, with large fluffy flakes floating in the air and a beautiful white blanket forming over the ground and trees. Inside, the air had a chill to it, but with everyone covered by warm blankets, everyone was comfy. That is, except for Twigga and Wolfie, who sat alone on a shelf, uncovered and exposed to the chilly air. It certainly is getting cool in here, Twigga complained. What? I still find it much too warm. If I could, I would go over and open up that window, Wolfie replied. Hmm, that's easy for you to say. You are a wolf. I'm a tall giraffe, and I'm used to the warm, dry air of the plains of Africa. I don't think you have ever been to Africa, Wolfie replied with a smirk. It doesn't matter. Us giraffes need warmth, not cold, and it's just not very comfortable up here on this shelf. Well, that I can agree with. It's much more comfortable cuddling with Bobby in his bed. Ah, uh, I guess he doesn't love cuddling with wolves as much as he used to. Nor giraffes. I used to be his favorite, you know. That is before that dinosaur came along. Now everything is dinosaurs, dinosaurs, dinosaurs. I just don't get the attraction. That dinosaur in his bed is not nearly as soft and fluffy as I am. It's all hard and pointy. What fun is cuddling with that? I just don't understand. But now we are up here on the shelf alone. Twigga said with a hint of sadness in her voice. Yes, and after all the drool that he has put on my coat, you would think he might appreciate me more, Wolfie said. They both sighed and sat silent for a while. What Bobby didn't know and couldn't know was that when he was asleep, his toys magically came to life. They had feelings and could move if they really wanted to. But what they really wanted was someone to hold and hug them. There is one positive part of being up here on the shelf, Wolfie said out loud. What could that be? Twigga said, shivering. We can see the beautiful snow outside. It's so nice. I wish I could go outside and play in the snow. I can't see anything from where I am. 
I'll just have to walk over to the side of this shelf a little bit. Twiga walked to the edge of the shelf and then... Oh no! Twiga said as she stepped off the shelf and fell down to the floor with a thud. There was silence. Twiga, are you okay? Wolfie called out, Twiga! Yes, the only thing hurt is my pride. Huh. Imagine a giraffe falling from the top of a shelf. It's just not heard of. I'm glad you are okay and didn't break any bones or anything, Wolfie said. Wolfie, I don't know if you have noticed, but I have no bones to break. I'm stuffed. Twiga looked around the room and said to Wolfie, You know, falling down off the shelf might have helped present a great opportunity. What kind of great opportunity? Well, you always wanted to experience playing in the snow, and I always wanted to explore and not feel the snow. Why don't we go on an adventure and see the world? Are you up for it? Twiga, I'm up on the shelf. I'm not going anywhere. Just jump off. It's easy. I can't, Wolfie said quietly. Why not? Twiga asked. Because I'm scared. You? Scared? But you are a wolf. Wolves are never scared. Look, why don't you just try? You know what they always say. The first step on a journey is always the hardest, or something like that. That's easy for you to say. You fell by accident. Wolfie summoned up his courage and took one step. And then another. And another. Until... Whee! Off the shelf he fell with a thud. And then a bounce. And then finally a thud. Wolfie, you did it! Twigga said happily. Wolfie, are you okay? Yes, I'm okay. I just bounced on my head is all, and now it feels like my head has a dent in it. Well, I'm sure it will pop out eventually. Would you like to start our adventure? Twigga asked, starting to get excited. We haven't even decided where we are going. How can we start a journey without knowing the destination? I don't know. I guess we just have to have faith that as we travel, the destination will unfold. Twiga said. Uh-huh. How about we start with trying to find our way to the front door so that we can go outside and play in the snow? You don't think I will be too cold? Twiga, you are stuffed. You can't actually feel the cold. I think I can, said Twiga somewhat proudly. Twiga and Wolfie started their journey. They walked around Bobby's bed, jumped over his stinky socks laying on the floor, and after making it past a mountain of books about dinosaurs, finally came to the bedroom door. Looking down the hallway, Wolfie said, Are you sure you want to continue? This hallway looks very, very long. I don't know. This feels like a big moment, Wolfie. I don't think I have been outside Bobby's bedroom since he was still in diapers. I'm a little scared. 
You know what you said to me. The first step is always the hardest. It's easier when you say it to someone else, Twigga replied. And I think it's supposed to be a journey of a thousand miles begins with a first step. Well, luckily we are only going to the front door, so this should be easy, Wolfie said with his usual smile. Twigga and Wolfie walked down the long hallway, guided by lights magically shining along certain points in the wall. This floor reminds me of walking in the grass, Twigga said. Was that when you were in Africa? Wolfie laughed. I think that must be the door we are looking for just up ahead, Twigga said. We just have to walk through what I think Bobby called the pizza factory, and we should be there. Yes, and the door is open, Wolfie replied. Twigga and Wolfie quickly walked through the kitchen until they came to the door. We are in luck, Twigga said. The door is open. Seems kind of dark and not much cooler than what it is inside here, Wolfie replied. Feeling a bit nervous, Twigga said, maybe we should take this step outside together. I've never been outside before and I'm afraid of the snow. Okay, let's do it together. On the count of three, agreed? Agreed. One, two, three. And Twigga and Wolfie stepped through the door. And then... Thud, out, thud, out, thud, out. And finally, a great big thud. Twigga and Wolfie had bounced down the stairs to the basement. I don't think this is the outside world, Twigga said. Is my neck broken? No, but I think it may be bent, Wolfie said. I think I landed on my nose, and now it feels flat. Where are we? I don't know, but it's very dark down here. This isn't much of a journey or an adventure. Maybe someone will come and find us, Wolfie said. Being on a shelf is preferable to this dark and stinky place. I hope someone finds us soon. The next morning, Bobby woke up, slowly got out of bed and walked to his window. Wow, he yelled. Mommy, there's snow on the ground. You know what that means, right? That your daddy has to clean the walkway, she yelled with a laugh. No, it means snowball throwing time. I can't wait until Bernice and I make the best snowballs in the whole school. Get ready and come down for breakfast. You still have school, remember? As Bobby was getting ready to go to the bathroom and get ready to start his day, he noticed something was missing from his shelf. Where are Twigga and Wolfie, he said. He looked under his bed, under the pile of books on the floor, under his stinky socks, and in his closet. He looked everywhere but they could not be found. Bobby ran down the stairs and said to his mother, Twigga and Wolfie are missing. They were on my shelf, but now they are gone. I'm sure they just fell somewhere, Bobby. Maybe they are under a pile of books or something, his mother said. But I looked everywhere. They have just disappeared. 
Can we look later, Bobby? You need to get ready for school. But Mommy, I can't go to school without knowing where they are. What if they are in a snowbank somewhere freezing? Or maybe they were taken by an indominus rex and he plans on having them for breakfast. Oh, Bobby, your imagination is too much sometimes. Let me go look while you get washed up. Bobby's mother looked all over his bedroom. She found an old container with cookie crumbs that she had been looking for that belonged to Bernice's father, but no Twigga and Wolfie. Coming downstairs, she said to Bobby, I looked everywhere and I could not find them. It's not like they just got up and walked away. They must be around here somewhere. But Mommy... Just then... Bobby's father walked up the stairs from the basement, carrying in his hand Twigga and Wolfie. Are you looking for these, Bobby? These were gifts to you from Bernice, weren't they? She has the same in her room, I think. Yes, thank you, Daddy. Bobby then gave Twigga and Wolfie a great big hug and carried them up the stairs to his room, where he put them under the covers on his bed. I'll see you guys tonight, he happily said as he left for school. That night, as they all lay in bed, Twigga and Wolfie were very happy, until they heard a large snort. Oh no, the dinosaur snores. And that's the end of our story. Good night. Sleep tight.